Welcome back to the Tangy Community Download. We have Tanya Granados here from the Southeastern ROTC. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you? Good. I'm, I'm good. I'm happy. Uh, I like this type of weather that we have outside right now, rainy and cold. Yeah, I'm happy to be here, happy to get you on the podcast. It's been a, a long road trying to get this one set up, uh, but we're here and we're <laughs> ready to go. So tell us a little bit about the ROTC. What do you guys do here on campus? So on campus, we're a lot more active in the fall semesters. We assist with all of the football games. If you watch us during uh, the very beginning of the football game, we're always doing the color guard. Throughout the football game, every time we score, we're always doing something called push-up platoon. So every time that the team scores, or whatever time Southeastern's team scores, we're doing um, between six to eight push-ups, depending on how many scores they did. And uh, we also ring the Liberty Bell, if you've ever uh, actually been in the game and listened to it. It is pretty quiet. We ring it pretty hard, but it <laughs> it's not very loud. Um. <laughs> so it's awesome. Uh, we, we we sometimes showcase you guys on the the video board. We'll get like the cameras to Yeah, know, every time we turn side. around and we see us on the we see ourselves on the video board, we all get super excited and start jumping. Yeah, I was about <laughs> to say I was the producer for the last home game for the video board and you guys had like a segment where they talked about you guys or whatever and so y'all we all had y'all on camera and y'all started waving. So that was pretty cool. So you guys uh, do a lot for the football games, obviously, and you guys are kind of like a presence on campus. But what is like the goal, like your organization as a whole, like what is the goal there? Like what are you guys attempting to do as an organization? So as an organization, we're working on getting individuals that are in college and wanting to join the military, um, whether they're already in or want to, um, whether they're already in or they just want to grow where they're going into the military we assist them um our job is in rtc is to become officers that is our end goal so to get that officer rank you do need a bachelor's degree and we're just kind of getting that through rtc rather than going through other sources such as a direct commission or something called ocs which is officer training course mm -hmm. um it's just another way to become an officer which is an end goal for all if you're in college, you might as well, if, you, if you're in college and you get a degree, why not go and become an officer and just mm -hmm. uh, have better opportunities, become a better leader, and it's just ways to grow yourself as a military uh, soldier. Absolutely. So do you guys work with, like, the local ROTC programs around, like, like high school and stuff? Because I know I, I taught a couple years of high school and obviously went to high school, and so I know the ROTC from high school but I didn't really, until I got to Southeastern, know that Southeastern had one, too. So do you guys work with them at all? Not locally. I personally was in Hammond High's RT, mm -hmm. JRTC program for all four years of my high school experience. And I didn't know that RTC was a thing in college until I got here on this campus. But we have done events before where we uh, graded a color guard ceremony and we graded different color guard teams that came from all over the state. Mm -hmm. And we graded their competition. And that was really fun. Um we just kind of got to interact with high school students that either are already in RTC and have an interest in coming to Southeastern for our program and just kind of letting them see the skills that they're learning in high school can be directly correlated to what we're going to do and learn in college. Yeah, and that's really cool. Like it's it, not a lot of not a lot of programs have like a, a readiness organization like readily available. I know that like. I worked in broadcast in college, and I know that the broadcasts we had an organization that was dedicated for like basically our uh, what's the word I'm looking for like our uh, enrichment as far as like mm -hmm. college is concerned. But I didn't have anything like that in high school, and I know a lot of organizations don't really have anything like that in general. And so you guys are basically here to 
basically act as a bridge to the next level for people who are inspired or want to join the military, right? Yes. So the soldiers that are currently enlisted in the military and they're taking ROTC, they'll actually take the leadership skills that they're learning in the classroom, in the in our program and they'll take it directly to their unit and currently as uh, I'm currently acting um, underneath one of my platoon leaders and I'm not directly in a role of I'm not directly in charge of any soldiers but I am overlooking uh, what my I am overlooking one of my lieutenants and seeing what he does and taking his notes and doing any work that he can't do at the time um, to kind of relieve some of his um, stresses of the job and so I, that, I, that's really cool. I, in high school, I know that our ROTC program, uh, it's a Marine JROTC, mm-hmm. and they, a lot of the things they did really kind of went under the radar. You know, they assisted with, like, football game parking. And a lot of people think that, like, the ROTC, they think it's just like this big organization where you just go and you'd work out and do this. But, like, it really was kind of like a community-oriented, like, you're trying to – because, I mean, the military in general is like a community-oriented thing. Like, you're giving up of yourself to go and to do this thing for the people of the community. And so, like, the ROTC is kind of like – it seems like it's kind of geared to, like, community outreach and, like, we're here to serve you to then serve us later in our careers. We do help the community a lot. Um, on October, I think, 20th, we're doing a color guard ceremony for a veterans, a local veterans association. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be a part of that. Um, we try and go out into the community as much as possible, but we only know as much as people tell us. Yeah. Um, and it is a bit hard. We are all college students. We all have full college schedules, and it is a bit difficult for us to go out and find veteran organizations to see mm-hmm. if they need assistance. Yeah. But if they ever reach out, we're always 100% willing to go and do these events with them and get a team together um we also do have veterans um we also do have a veterans association of veterans that have graduated from southeastern Mm -hmm. and they are always telling us when there's events that they can do or events that they want us to organize for them and we do those often that's awesome i know that um like we were talking about like community outreach that's the that's the big thing with this podcast like we're talking about the community and stuff and a lot of people look to the rotc like it's just a bunch of bunch of people trying to advance themselves. Like it's right. an enrichment group, and so that's really cool. One of the things I wanted to talk about or ask, because a lot of people, not a lot of people know about it. What is like your leadership structure in the organization? Like, is it student led, or do you have like a faculty advisor at the top? Like, what's the what's the layout there? Typically, we do have a class instructor, and that's a captain, which is in 03. This semester, unfortunately, our commander actually left to do a different job somewhere else in the state. And then our faculty member is currently on maternity leave, so we currently don't have any faculty of ours. So although that is a bit of a downside, we don't have anybody to look to when we have questions. It's making the seniors in the program, the MS4s, military science uh, great level fours it's making them step up and take greater initiative and assist the program more and so although it is a bit of a downside that we don't have a concrete faculty member at southeastern ask questions Mm -hmm. to our students are able to step up and fill in those leadership roles and do do what's expected of them because in the real life in their real life scenarios when their company needs assistance they're not going to have anybody to turn to Mm -hmm. they're going to be the person that needs to know the information so it's very um it's very good well that's good for that's probably good for (laughs) both sides because you know the ones that are being led 
have someone that right now to look to that's not necessarily on a different playing field than them. They're in college. Mm-hmm. They're on the same level playing field. I know that when I was in undergrad in the broadcast department here, it was nice to have when I was coming up, it was nice to have people who were in the same like wavelength as me who were leading me in a lot of projects and things and that they weren't like this you know, 45-year-old teacher who's, you know, <laughs> living a life, got a 401k, these things. They were someone who was on the same level as me, you know, ramen at the apartment, right? <laughs> you know, have roommates, things like that. And so it was really nice to have that. And then for me, once I moved up into a leadership role, it was nice to be able to provide that. And so, like, it kind of works both ways. It's like it's leadership training, obviously, for the ones that are in charge, but it's leadership training also for the ones that aren't because they have to learn how to be led and to and that's one of the things that I learned about leadership is to learn how to be, to learn how to lead, you have to learn how to be led. Mm-hmm. And that's like, that's, that's really cool about student organizations. I actually really uh, admire our faculty. Our, um, what was our current, or what was our former instructor? He did ROTC at LSU, mm-hmm. graduated, commissioned, and now he's in charge of, or he was in charge of us. And then our other faculty member, she actually graduated through Southeastern. She did Southeastern's RTC program, so she knows the program. Like, she knows every in and out about it, and she is a wonderful resource to have. Yeah, that's awesome. And obviously, I wasn't, I wasn't saying that faculty <laughs> members aren't valuable, but it is. There is some level of value to having someone of the same variety right. of you. Like, and so that's one of the things I really liked in student organizations. That's another thing I want to talk about. I have a, have had a big spotlight on student organizations. On this podcast, we've had the uh, Lions Roar. We've had uh, Shanae Wicker, the Campus Activity Board president, on. And so we've talked a lot about student engagement. What are something for students at Southeastern, what are something you guys offer to someone who maybe is on the fence? What would you say is something that you could offer to them to convince them to come join? So we do a lot of, or um, the incoming freshmen, we do a lot of table sits. It is one of the requirements of classes. Some days we won't have class and it'll be required for you to go and attend a table sit. And I love those. I love public speaking. I love trying to convince people to join. I've been in JRTC since I was a freshman in high school. I'm currently a sophomore in college. So this is my sixth year in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love talking about it. I love talking about the military. Um, I actually enlisted when I was 17. So I love awesome. to bring people into the program. So I am very talkative when it comes up to the, um, when it comes to freshmen that are kind of on the fence, I'll, I'll ask them, what are your questions? Are you afraid of basic training? Are you afraid of uh, leaving for your family for however many months? Um, do you just not know if you're physically fit enough? And then I'll lead them to avenues such as you don't have to Taking the ROTC classes does not directly correlate to enlisting into the military. If you are on the fence, you can just take this one semester course as a freshman, see if you like it, see if you don't, and then continue with it or end up deciding to drop. If you do decide to drop it, it will just show up as a very, very easy A on your transcript, which is always a plus. I love the fact that this ROTC class counts as two A's on my transcript every single semester. It's what's keeping my GPA up. (laughs) But also for the um, students that may be afraid of the physical fitness aspect, we actually do uh, physical fitness three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 545. It is early, but (laughs) it wakes you up, gets you ready for Mm -hmm. class. And it's not, we're not doing things that are absolutely impossible, you know. Um, It's definitely a good way to get fit. I love it personally. um, Because if I'm not going to exercise at five in the morning, I'm not going at all, (laughs) all day. (laughs) 
So, one of the questions I had, and someone may not know this, and I actually don't know the answer to this question. Is there like a military major on campus? Like, do we have like a, a major or a class set that specifically? Because I know you mentioned that you have classes for the ROTC, but is there is it an overarching like is it a military thing or is it just like for the ROTC? So it is classified under Southeastern as military science. Um, by taking, by if you commission through ROTC, you have to take enough credit hours for it to be considered as a minor. Mm-hmm. Um, there are also other classes that you have to take. If you are serious about ROTC, I think during the junior year, there's a um, military history class that is required, mm-hmm. and um, I'm excited for that. I love history. I can't wait to learn more stuff that I probably didn't know about. That It's just something extra outside of the mandatory American history classes that we have to take here on Southeastern's campus. So you can, when you're in the ROTC, you can get you can go get your major, whatever you want to get your degree in, also on top of a minor. Is that what you're saying? Yes. So every single one of us have different uh, majors. Um, some people are pursuing extra minors, but I actually didn't know that by taking all these courses, it was going to automatically give me a minor. Um, but we do take enough courses throughout the four years that it gives you a minor, which I thought was pretty interesting. That's awesome. I did. So that, like you said, you answered a question that I've always had, but I've never had anyone <laughs> to ask. And so that's like, it's it's good to know that because, you know, you get a chance to do what you want to do, but also you're, you know, you're contributing to yourself something and to the other people something that's different. Obviously, you know, you have, I'd say you have like a bachelor's degree in business administration with a minor in military science. Like that, that sounds pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it like, does. <laughs> like not even just like having the degree. That like just sounds pretty cool. Like I, the- I'd flex that. <laughs> One of the um, requirements to commission is you have to fill out a form called a 104R, and on that paper it shows like how many credit hours you have to you need to complete in order to get the degree, how many you've already completed, and then underneath that is another portion saying how many non-major required credits you need, and it's um, 24 hours, and it's 24 hours for military science, which I was like, that's a lot, and then I realized, oh, that's so that we can get the minor through the program. Yeah, that's so. It's definitely a lot of. It is definitely a lot of work over the course of four years. But to me, it's definitely worth it. Well, nothing, nothing that you do nowadays isn't a lot of work. There's not <laughs> like anything you want to do that's worth something. You have to work for, and this is the time in your life to do that. Because in college, really, a lot of people, you know, obviously you have to work some to make money and stuff. But a lot of the time, this is really the only time you have of your entire life to just explore like passions. Right. And I talk about this all the time. Like once you get past college, there's no really there's no really world where you just have like the time to explore what you want to do. College is high school, you explore everything. There's no right. really like set like except for some of those there are high schools that are like cool like this, but like high school is not one of those where you like I'm going to do this. I'm going to take classes just for this. Right. Like high school you take like a wide range of things. But in college you really sit down and you're like this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to explore this. If I hate it, restart. And Because that's what I did. I mm-hmm. initially wasn't a broadcast major. I was a business major. <laughs> and I've talked about it on this podcast. I love my friends from Garrett Hall. Was not for me. Mm-hmm. Was, was not for me. And all it took was me sitting down and doing one podcast, realizing that I loved broadcast and that's what I wanted to do. But a lot of people don't really get the opportunity to do that unless you go you don't get that opportunity unless you're somewhere that offers those opportunities and so that's really cool to hear that ROTC has like a program for that like hey you want to do this we're here to prepare you and if you don't like hey it it didn't work out you're able to do up to the first three years 
before you need to sign a contract saying that you will join the military, mm-hmm. which is great because you might get two and a half years into it, really, really love it, that uh, going into your third year, you might realize, hey, this isn't something I want to do. I don't want to sign a six, eight, ten-year contract, and you're perfectly able to just step out. But if you're like me, my incoming freshman year, I decided that this is, in fact, what I want to do for the mm-hmm. rest of my life. Absolutely. <laughs> so I was able to sign a contract and uh, uh, become a commissioned officer or um, – I'm on path to become a commissioned officer. Um, and through that, it is uh, personally, it's amazing because I actually qualified for the something called a Minuteman scholarship. Mm-hmm. It's uh, $5,000 as a semester on top wow. of a, lots. <laughs> um, it's on top of a $1,600 book stipend on top of a monthly, uh, I get a monthly stipend of, I think it's $420. So through all of those avenues, I'm actually able to not have to work through mm-hmm. college. I'm able to just focus on my studies and then focus on hobbies. So I was able to get a, um, I'm not super focused on having to have a full-time job while being a full-time student. I am able to have um, some avenues to do other things, which is how I was able to get a part-time job for what I want to do in my field. And it's helped me realize that I do in fact want to do the job that I'm going to college for, which is extremely enlightening. That's awesome. So question, and we can strike this if you want to, <laughs> but it's, I, I had the thought, well, how does the book stipend work here? Because I know that you, yeah, it's $45 get... a semester for a book. You rent it and give it back. Do you just get that in your pocket? Yep. It's just all, it just goes straight to my pocket. That's awesome. Yeah, That's, it is. Okay. So if you, we can keep that if you, it wasn't too intrusive, but like I. No, no, I, um, I actually am lucky enough to have enough. I'm an education major. So there's a lot of um, grants and scholarships that are mm-hmm. eligible for myself because uh, <laughs> there's a need for teachers. And because of all those additional grants, that uh, mini man scholarship actually mm-hmm. just goes straight to my pocket. I, uh, <laughs> personally, I put the whole thing into my car, my car note. Cause I want to have that thing Perfect. paid off before yeah. I graduate college. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was definitely a big reason that I that I joined so as quickly as I did. That's why I joined as a freshman because I wanted to take advantage of that for as long as possible. Well, we'll keep that in to talk about. There are there are lucrative opportunities at college, mm-hmm. and that's one of them. I mean, if you're interested in joining, obviously scholarships would be, and it, obviously it's not a reason. Don't ever do anything because of don't money. do it for the money. It's but, not <laughs> these five a.m. wake ups are not for the week. If I was just here yes. for a paycheck, I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to keep up with it. Um, Absolutely, but it, <laughs> but. It does help. Yeah, Obviously, definitely. Definitely like if, is a you, push. if you've got like a like a like a meter, right? Right. And you're really interested in doing this, but you're teetering. Mm-hmm. The money may help you move the meter to the other side, and so like that's it, it's nice to talk about. Like it, it, it is an opportunity there, but um, that's awesome. I just wanted to ask that when you said book stipend, because <laughs> I know that we're lucky enough here at Southeastern to not have to necessarily buy all of our textbooks. Mm-hmm. We have rental textbooks. So I just wanted to ask that. It is a bit different since I don't live on campus. I was given the book stipend, but for students that live on campus, they're they have to choose um, room and board. But for them, okay. they actually get six thousand dollars instead of five thousand, which is a lot. More. Which is a lot more. Yeah. But you know, that's to cover their housing, so it's a bit yeah. different. Um, I just have an apartment, so it's like it's fine. It just goes to my pocket. <laughs> well, that's that's awesome. So. Uh, uh, we're getting closer to the end here. I want to talk about, yeah, so let's talk. Okay, so my next question, I want to talk about the classes, like your military science classes. What what do those entail? Like, what do you, are those just specifically, like, for the ROTC? Or are you learning, like, is there something, like, you go to class and, like, sit in a classroom, take tests and stuff? Or is it just, like, you do the ROTC program and that's, you get credit for it? 
So they are actual science or classes about military um, Mm -hmm. information. It's a lot of stuff that if you've been to basic training, you're basically learning that information over again. It's um, different military tactics, different military movements, um, information like that. And it's you do learn you learn the exact same thing all four years. But what's different is the first semester, it's just a lecture class. The second semester, you're kind of uh, stepping into uh, learning how to how to teach this information to others. Then your junior year, you're learning um, how to present that information. And then as a senior, you're giving the presentations to all all of the classes. Nice. So we call it um, Mondays are crawl, Wednesdays are walk, Fridays are run. So you're taught the information, you tell the information back to the professor, and then on Fridays is when you fully conduct the information. So let's say we're learning how to do something called a raid, which is like to enter a building and then secure it and carry on with the mission. Mm-hmm. We'll, on Fridays, we do what's called a lab, and we'll go to an area on campus and <laughs> raid the building pretty much. And we'll, we're getting shown with our seniors exactly how to do it. They're correcting us in the moment, and it is... Um, it is something that you're going to use once you enter the military or if you're already in. It's something that you're going to do during the, um, if we're in the National Guard, it's something you do during annual training or if you ever get deployed or activated or anything like that. It is information that you are going to keep with you forever. Lighter question, and this will <laughs> we'll bridge to the end closer to it. Um, do you guys do anything like with the RTC program that's like just for fun? Like it, you guys do like between you guys like it's not like nothing educational has nothing to do with the rtc you just guys have something that you do every year that's like fun for you (laughs) so uh we do tailgate for all the football games that's always fun um we always have a veterans dinner this year it's going to be at lacaretta with some people that graduated from our program um we also this year we have the the honor of in the spring we're conducting something called a military ball Mm. um we are a sister school uh, our main school is Southern, and we're kind of just a branch of the program. Typically, every year, they've always had the ball and then just only allowed the seniors to attend. This year, they're letting us um, be the committee for that program. It's actually being held here on Southeastern's campus, mm-hmm. and it's basically one giant party <laughs> celebrating uh, different military members on the campus, um, in the community, and then, of course, uh, military members from Southern are going to come and attend as well. That's awesome. So... Leads me to my final question, and I ask everybody this, some version of this. You are a spokesperson for, I guess, in this situation, it would be the ROTC. What is, if you have one message, and it doesn't have necessarily have to be about membership or this, one message to give, what would be your, like, final remark? Um, something that I've always been told by leadership members in the military has always been, use the guard, don't let the guard use you. So every single aspect that I can use in my favor, I always use it. So I didn't want to just, when I graduated high school, I decided that I wasn't going to go to college. And then I go to my job training and everyone's telling me that you cannot get very far in the military without a college degree. And I was like, all right, then I'll go to college. And then while I'm here, I realized that I can get paid to go to school, which is something that I uh, earned through the GI Bill. After my first semester, I found out what the ROTC program on campus was, and I realized how much of an advantage that could be to myself, to my unit, to my job, to my to my entire career, and I realized that this is something that I want to pursue. I continue to take advantage of as much as the guard as possible rather than let the guard take advantage of me, because mm-hmm. if I was just a regular old soldier in the National Guard, I there isn't much that the Army would be doing for me, but by being mm-hmm. enrolled in college, by being enrolled in RTC, um, I'm able to take full advantage of all aspects of my college life, of my 
job, of pretty much every single aspect of my life, just by being enrolled in RTC. It adds so many um, bridges are being built through this. I'm meeting so many different people. I'm meeting so many different. Um, I'm meeting so many higher ups, and I'm interacting with them constantly. I'm realizing that this is something by taking these these classes, these four years of college, I'm going to be set so far ahead of my peers just by the amount of people I know, the amount of interactions I'm able to have, the amount of um, people in leadership roles that I'm now more accustomed to. That's awesome. That's that's perfect answer to a question (laughs) that I know that stumps a lot of people because it's not something that I let you know Mm -hmm. that I'm asking. So uh, thank you so much, Tanya, for of coming course. on to the podcast. It was a fun time talking with you. Next week, obviously, we have Dr. William Wainwright coming on to the show, and so that'll be an awesome episode. So thank you guys all so much for listening. We'll check back next week with you. Another, we'll check back next week with another great episode of the Tangent Community Download. See you next time.